1: got the ghost to take the party let's get down to crazy jimmy we got myself the known as I'll be the one and only to take always up the clothes of jimmy wish on your wanna wanna be give me stars who's celebrity will take you out
0: to jimmy
1: stars hey hi what's up everybody welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment we have a fun show for you guys today. We have Screams Queen Angel Bradford coming on, and then we have Emmy winner Bill Oberst Jr. coming on. Going to be a lot of fun, but before we do any of that stuff, let's first say hi to my cool, outrageous man about town coast, Mr. Ron Russell.
2: I'm suffering. <laughs> it rained and rained and rained in the desert. When it rains in the desert, there are things that never bloom, That suddenly bloom. I can't see right now. My eyes are so bad. What happened? Our lights went off.
1: Yeah, uh, the dog must have hit it. Oh, hell. Hang on, I'll fix it. Keep talking. Anyway.
2: I can't see and I can't breathe. And you're going to think I did cocaine, but I didn't do cocaine. I just have water running out of my nose. My head is so swollen. I feel like shit. There we are. But I'm going to a doctor, I think, in a week or so, and find out what I'm allergic to. And it's probably the desert. And I'm happy to say that when we move back to New York, I won't have this problem. But I've had this problem before, living in Palm Springs. And when I moved to Florida, it went away. So anyway, that's my bitchy groan and moan of the day. So bear with me, folks. I just don't feel so hot. I may not be funny. I don't know what I'm going to bring.
1: Anyway, you guys, this is going to be a fun show. Last week's show, you guys, was very good. It's it's gotten 8 million plays, I think, so far, oh. um, which is a lot. So we want to appreciate and thank everybody for that. We also have people starting to show up in the chat room. Hey,
2: 8 million? Yeah. So when I tell these guests that 5 million are watching, that's bullshit. Well, they're not watching it. They listen to it. It's afterwards. Whatever. It's not live. They're, they're with us. So so it's 8 million people. No, that's that's just last
1: week, not every week.
2: No, but but that's... We have weeks
1: at 17 million.
2: 17 million people? Yeah. Oh.
1: We have all the different kinds of things. Matter of fact, Bruce Valanche got 17 million.
2: Oh. So no wonder I get stopped by people. And they (laughs) say, are you Ron Russell? (laughs) And I say, I used to be. (laughs) (laughs) One time I was.
1: Uh, in the chat room, they say you're sorry, you're not feeling well. So, we want to give a shout
2: no, out. I, I really feel terrible. I'm not the only one. My daughter Leslie, my daughter Deirdre, so many friends of mine who live in the my, Shane, Can- Sean Canaan, everybody's bitching and moaning because the doctor tells you when it rains in the desert, but it's beautiful. We have Orchid, lavender, purple, green, red, yellow. I mean, the desert is absolutely beautiful now. It's full of color and full of flowers. It's and, nice and cool. And cool. And the palm trees
1: are making beautiful flowers. It's just beautiful. Okay, so hold on. Show Don your watch. This one's pink, Don. We've had it a long time, but we yeah. doesn't always wear it. It's, but it's it goes a, with this shirt. It's a
2: 40. 49, yeah. 49, and it's pink and, and purple. And it's one of my, I think it's
1: Jimmy's watch. Yeah, that one's mine, actually. I gave I'm it to Jimmy one. as
2: a gift. Somehow it got back in my jewelry box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all the 49 watches went into his jewelry box. Yeah, they all wound Because he wears a jewelry. lot of colors. And I basically wear the same two watches all the time. Um, so uh, Lady Lake is in the chat room. She says allergies are no fun. Stefan <laughs> Bell is in the chat room. Hello, hello, Stefan. Hi, say hello um, to your wonderful wife, Say watch, hi to Stephon. Tina. And um, what else is going on? Uh, I like Tina so much, and we never
2: see her. Yes, yeah, she was in the chat room last week. Yeah, but she's. I love of, Pink too. You know, soon. Tina's one of the nicest people I know. How come we only see the bitches? We never see the good ones. What do you mean? We always have the evil people around us.
1: That's not really true. Well, it is true. It's different though because Tina's not in the entertainment industry, so you don't see her because she doesn't go to entertainment yeah, events. That's
2: why I like her because she's normal.
1: <laughs> she's not
2: in the entertainment business. So, so I wanna, have to be a screwball to be in this business.
1: Want to give a shout out to Cindy Lady Lake. Uh, Cindy Lady Lake's freaking awesome and uh, big things coming from her soon. Hi,
2: Cindy Lady Lake.
1: And um, we also want to, uh, what else? I, was, I had so many things, little things. Wouldn't I that be about. funny
2: years ago if we had it on the show? We had, and Cindy Lady Lake and Joan
1: Rivers, a river and a lake. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's so funny. Which, by the way, we're working on some cool guests. I don't know if we're going to get them or not, but we're definitely working on some cool guests, you guys. Uh, Yes, I heard that coming on our
2: show, it will be Rosalind Kind, who is Barbara Streisand's sister.
1: And that should be fun. I think so. And I'm also working on... Who's the one I told you I was working on? And... You're asking me? Yeah, the one... The one who? And something... On, and, and oh, Anne and Margaret. Yeah, How I'm, I'm working know? on Anne Margaret, you guys.
2: <laughs> Anne Margaret, <laughs> one of the superstars. Are you kidding? Anne Margaret's a superstar. Not only are she we. She dated working on- Elvis Presley, you know. And- so we can find out all about Elvis Presley.
1: I'm working on a horror movie, too, and that we've offered her a role in it. So we're going to see if we can get her to be in it. And it's an Elvis Presley themed horror movie. Oh, yeah, Um, she
2: should be in it because she dated him for a long time.
1: uh, B. Claudia just joined us. Hey, 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 B. Claudia. Lady likes, oh, my God, Anne Margaret. And the other one was Rosalind Kine, you guys, Barbara Streisand's sister. I think she's going to be coming on. I offered her next week, so we'll see. But
2: Anne Margaret went out with Elvis for a long time. And I remember back then that they they were saying Elvis is going to marry Anne Margaret. And I said, never happened because Anne Margaret was too beautiful, too talented, and too popular. And I don't think Elvis could have handled it because he wanted to be the one and only, you know, Elvis Presley. And I was right. They broke up. And I think when Ann comes on, I'm going to ask Ann, is that the reason why she and Elvis broke up? Because Elvis didn't want to share the the, uh, popularity stage with her.
1: We also have a new pitch that we're putting together. I'm putting together a new pitch so we can try and get some other uh, cool guests. And it should be a lot of fun. So look, look forward to some great guests coming up. Um, now that we're charting everywhere and, and everything, people, you know, it makes us look a little bit bigger. So, so hopefully we can get some great guests.
2: No, you know when your show is a success, when you no longer have to go out procuring, when the stars contact, their managers contact you and say, we would like our client to be on your show. And that's what happens to us now. Now we have managers and PR people contacting Jimmy. And I mean, like, you know, uh, Rosalind Kind. It was her her manager that contacted Jimmy, who we know for a long time. I know Harland Boyle for 20 years or more, maybe 25 years. I don't
1: know what happened to you guys. If you don't see me in the chat, it's because like it disappeared on me. I'm trying to find it. So we'll see what we can do. What let Ron for a minute, the chat. I can't see the chat room. Oh, uh, so talk for a second. Ron. Let me okay,
2: see if I can yeah. figure it out. So uh, Harlan Boyle, Boyle, Harlan, Harlan bowl, bowl. bowl. Uh, yeah. he's a dear friend of mine for a long time. Uh, he handles Chippy Hadron and I get all my uh, gossip from, about Tippi from him. You know, unfortunately, Tippi Hedren had a, a surgery, a minor surgery, and the uh, anesthesia did something to her, which it can, you know, when you're older. Anesthesia is very dangerous. You can lose memory. You can be almost like an all person. But in time, it comes back. So she was going through a bad period. But as soon as she's well enough to be on the show, I'm gonna have Tippi Hedron on our show because I just love her. She is just one of the sweetest, nicest, loving women, uh, friends that I have. You know, I did a wonderful interview with her. We went up to Shambhala, the whole, my whole crew, and we filmed the lions and the tigers and the panthers and, and Tippi. It's a wonderful interview. I suggest you go to YouTube and look at the Ron Russell Tipley Hedron interview. You'll enjoy it. And you're going to learn a lot about crazy people that have tigers in their house. I mean, I don't get it. It's talking about one guy in Texas somewhere who had, like, 12 baby cubs up in the ceiling. I I never understood that, how he got them up in the ceiling. But anyway...
1: All right, so I'm back.
2: Don't have a lion as a pet because they can't turn on you. So, Chippy said.
1: Anyway, so all is good. Uh, Thanks. A lot of people in the chat room made comments on my new Godzilla. So, thank you. Uh, It's so much fun. If you guys (laughs) can see it, my Jimmy has a new toy. It's on Instagram. (laughs) I put it on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And uh, between all three of them, you know, it got about 5,000 likes or something. So,
2: imagine a plastic robot that blows smoke out its mouth gets (laughs) 5,000. Me, I work my kazoolies off, I get four or five. (laughs) It's so much fun. Go figure what kind of audiences we have. I don't know.
1: The desert bloomed. Well, I, I have a lot of like collect because don't forget, I follow you know, you get likes based on who you follow. Like on TikTok, I follow a lot of toy collectors, and so they follow me back. So they and so, follow. So, you they know, love. so it's the toy collectors, yeah. so they don't even probably watch the show, they just like my toys. Right. <laughs> and I have some awesome toys, you guys. Um, so it's, it's really cool, it's a lot of fun. Now, that
2: sounds a little perverted. You have awesome toys. Well, I don't care. You know, people have they refer to their sexual objects as toys. You know, like the people that carry a black leather satchel around, they say that's my toy box, and the toys are not dragons that blow smoke.
1: That's okay. I have so many great different kinds
2: of toys.
1: Uh, Actually, Don Hinton says she wants a Glendal. I have a Glendal. No, and it's awesome. I got it for what's a Glendal? I got it for Christmas. I gave it you. Yeah, you gave it to me. I don't know if I got it for Christmas or my birthday. What is it? Uh, it's Chucky's son from Child's Play. It's Chuck like a four foot doll. It's very collectible. Very hard to get. Like on the on the secondary market, they're like three, four, five hundred bucks for it. Um, so Chucky had a son. Yeah. So Chucky and Tiffany. So he knocked. up. So I friend. have Chucky. So Chucky knocked up some. I have a, a ton a of trip. Chucky's, and I have a Tiffany, and I have only one Glenn because they've only made one of him. And um, and then I have uh, a bunch of. Uh, I think I have two Tiffany's, um, but I have a ton of Chucky's and I just got a, a, a 28 inch bare brick Chucky, which I didn't put any pictures up for it or anything yet. It's super valuable and I'm super excited to have it. So one of these days I'll put it out because I'm collecting bare bricks now.
2: Now, the new house out in Long Island, New York, is uh, a beautiful big house. It's not a house. We're living in a, in a condo. We've moved to a 55 and over condo which is like the, the best one on Long Island. And upstairs is an entire beautiful space, huge, gigantic space with a guest room and a little living room off the guest room for the guest. And that's Jimmy's space. He's gonna fill it with all his monsters and boxes of toys. I can't wait. Now, if you saw this beautiful home we're moving to, you'd say, oh my God, he's not gonna do that to your home. I will say yes he is, because that's what he does. He has to work around all these monsters. So you cannot really see it. You have to go up the stairs. There's the balcony, and that's where the monster
1: area will be. It's gonna be very cool, you guys, and I'm I'm
2: but he's taken up half the house. Um, so because the house
1: is like eighteen hundred square
2: feet downstairs and upstairs another eighteen hundred. So he's in the 18 upstairs, which means that if I have a guest, which I will, they have to go through the monsters to get to the guest room. And that little living room sitting area off the guest room, that's going to be monsters. So it's going to be weird if, for our guests to go through the monsters. I mean, I mean, monsters. He's got six, seven, eight foot things that. <laughs> I'm not talking about boxes of little dinosaurs. He's got mummies. The the one I I love the mummy. Mummy's my favorite. Actually, not the spaceman is my favorite. I gave him a full life-size space guy. And when you walk by him, he has a ray gun. And he speaks. I'm here from Mars, Earthlings. So he's my favorite one.
1: <laughs> I have a Uh, like about a a seven-and-a-half-foot Krampus, and I have Michael Myers, and I have...
2: Michael Myers is the best. You walk by, he's got a stiletto, and he goes, Chuck, he tries to kill you with it. So I think, you know, at night, if a guest decided to go to the kitchen and it was dark, it would be very frightening to walk past all the monsters that light up red eyes and smoke and whatever. So it's crazy, but he likes
1: it. What I really want too is, I mean, I've been looking all over for it is a life size Klaatu. And uh, Klaatu. Klaatu is from. Um, the movie my, my, yeah. that Patricia Neal was in? Yeah. They make life size Klaatus, but nobody can find them. I saw a guy They're on kidding. Facebook with it, and I, I really Klaatu. want a life size like Klaatu because. That was for He was The from, day the earth stood still.
2: Yeah, he was from the original with Michael Rennie and my, my person who I loved, who I knew. Was Patricia Neal. She was the f- this fabulous actress. I mean, I don't, I, you know, I meant to ask her that if I ever got to. She passed away. We were supposed to have an interview with her and then she passed away. You know, nowadays I have to work fast when I book a, a, a star because they're so old, they die right away.
1: Absolutely. And
2: I would have asked her, what, why did she accept that script? But I suspect that she got that script at a punishment. A lot of times if a star misbehaved, the studio would give them a crappy movie to be in. And it wasn't a crappy movie. It was a wonderful film. I love it. It's one of the best sides. And they features. remade
1: it and the remake was okay. No,
2: the remake was shit. But the original was really a story and interesting. And um, and it had a great cast. Michael Rennie was a big star. And so was Patricia Neal. They're both, I don't know if Michael was an Academy Award winner, but Patricia Neal was
1: for a face in the crowd. I loved it. She's a great actress. I have all kinds of like those old like Lost in Space. I want to get the Lost in, original Lost in Space action figures, but they're like ungodly expensive.
2: You see, I'm very small. My collection is little. It's Flash Gordon. And I'm in a movie with Flash Gordon. I can't wait.
1: The guy who played Flash Gordon. Do huh? you like the original Flash Gordon?
2: I, I, I really like yeah, – I loved Buster Crabb because I grew up with him. But I love the character Flash Gordon because he was like a regular person. He wasn't a superhero. He didn't have superpowers. So I could relate to that. And I loved all the uh, original Flash Gordon movies, the 1935 and thirty-eight movies, with uh, Ming, the Merciless and uh, – it was i grew up with that fantasy so flash gordon i love the character and of course what's his name sam sam jones has been on our show and he's a great guy and i understand from my uh, manager that i'm in a movie with sam
1: jones yes we're gonna be we're working on it let's put it that way okay and sam jones was a great interview for us but he's flash gordon to
2: me he'll always be Flash Gordon.
1: I liked him when he was in Ted though, but he played Flash Gordon in Ted. So
2: Yeah, no, but I Gordon. I just, I just think that he is Flash Gordon and I loved the second Flash Gordon, the, the remake, the nowadays Flash Gordon in color. I watch it all the time. I just love it. Well, I
1: think it's a lot of fun.
2: And Sam Jones, knowing him and meeting him and finding out what a terrific guy he is, makes it even better. You know, I've, I know a lot of movie stars and I love them to death. And then I met them and I no longer like them because some of them in person are just pieces of nothing. They're garbage. They're horrible human beings. They're not what they are on the screen. So you'd be surprised at how many bags are on the screen.
1: Absolutely. That
2: we love so much. But Sam Jones happens to—I oh, got a mosquito bite. Sam Jones happens to be. Um, yeah, we even have mosquitoes in the desert now. Could you believe that? The desert doesn't have mosquitoes. Never, Jimmy. What's oh, going on? The world's coming yeah, I don't to know an why. end. The world is coming to. Don our
1: just hands. Don Hinton just sent me a, an eBay claw too, but that's a regular. That's just a, like a little eight inch one. I saw somebody that has like an eight foot one. That's what I want. I want. <laughs> oh, an eight she foot has one. a little claw. There's little ones. No, she showed me on eBay where you can get them. But thanks, Don. You're the best. I, I love want, it. You want a full size? I want a full, big one. Yeah. That's
2: going to be a couple of thousand bucks. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care.
1: <laughs> okay. When I make a big movie, I'll have money and I'll buy it. Okay. You know, those things that they never lose their value. They're worth a ton of money. If you
2: really hit a big movie and made a lot of money, you should give me a facelift as a gift.
1: You don't need a facelift.
2: You're gorgeous just how you are. No, I'm not. Don't you want me to look young forever? Uh, you want me to get ugly and old? When do I get to be 90? You're going to see what a mess I'm going to be. I mean, look at Clint Eastwood. He was so handsome. And look at him now. Robert Redford. Oh, my God that beautiful man, look at him now. So, you know, I'm on my way to ugliness. No, not at all. You watch. If I'm alive next five years, you watch how you age. I'll be like 87 or 88 years old. That's old, man. You know. You have to go have your face pulled up a little bit. If you're going to be in show business.
1: Right, Jim? Yes, talk for a minute. I'm working something out. We're having a problem. Talk for a minute. What's your problem? The guest is not here again. She's not here. Hang on. I'm going to hit her when I get her. Hang on, Juan. She's not there, right? Because she says she's in the waiting room, which means maybe I gave her the wrong link or something. Let me double check. Okay.
2: This girl was not destined to be on our show. Sure she is. Hang on. Every time she's coming on, there's something else.
1: We're going to have to hit her. No, it's not her fault. We're going to have to hit you. Anyway, hang on. i got to look for the link, and I'll send it to you. Is it, is it your it. fault? I don't know, honey, but talk something else. So it's not me, so I can concentrate on what I mean, I'm doing. I don't want to talk about you. You're so boring. What's there to talk about? Okay,
2: your on. toys, that's all. If we don't talk about your toys, what are we going to talk about? You don't cook. You don't, ha- you don't have anything creative. You don't paint or sculpt. You don't write poetry. Hang on. Just He does nothing. Jimmy is a computer. Remember that. I know, I'm married to him. He's Mm. a computer. You ask Jimmy a question, and he goes, and he gives you the answer. He doesn't use his brain. He uses his computer. Like I'll say to him, Jimmy, you know, where in Italy is this, 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 this? He doesn't know. Now, he tells me he graduated third or fourth in his class. I got kicked out of school at 16, and I know more than him. I'm smarter than he is. I know geography. I know English. I mean, I really, I'm far smarter than he is. And I was a high school dropout. I really didn't get kicked out of high school. I just say that to shock people. I had an experience there that I didn't like. And I thought to myself, you know, Ron, acting, you don't need to have algebra. You're never going to use algebra in your life, Ron, because I don't touch money because money is full of germs, it's filthy. I haven't touched money in 30 years or more, seriously. And if I do, I put it between paper. If I have to get cash, I ask them, could you kindly put it in an envelope or put it in or between two pieces of paper? The touch of, of a dollar bill, I skeeve it. I skeeve the filthy paper. So I, I have no need for algebra. I have no need for spelling. What am I gonna spell? When I write, I write. I mean, I know how to spell. I was an actor. I was born an actor. As a little boy, eight, nine, and ten, I used to build a stage in our backyard and tell all the kids to come, and I would sing. I'm singing in the rain, and I would dance with an umbrella, and the kids would walk out. They didn't like it. They sat there for a minute, and then they left. So I know what it's like to have a bad audience. I grew up with that. (laughs) No, seriously, I was born to, to to be here, where I am. So I have no use for anything <clears throat> that the school would have taught me. I paint. I sculpt. I know all about Pompeii. I'm an interesting person to talk to. I don't sound like an illiterate, I hope. So schools don't mean shit. They're good if you want to be a teacher. So Jimmy, who brags about being sixth in his class, third in his class, whatever it is, I'll say something like I'll talk about uh, in, someplace in India, and he'll say, where's that? I'll say, but you're the one with the sixth in the class. <laughs> Me, I don't know shit from Shinola, and I'm telling you what I'm ta- ta- talking about.
3: <clears throat>
2: okay, so we're you, working
1: on it, you I'm guys.
2: speaking rudeness. Okay. So I, you can be self-taught, you know. You don't have to necessarily – I have to be taught from a school. A lot of geniuses, look at Abraham Lincoln, he learned on a shovel. Um, A lot of geniuses were
1: self-taught.
2: Yeah, they were. I'm so one what one. So what are you all about? I mean, really, what's interesting about you?
1: What? Oh, I don't know. i got a million and a half people who follow me on social media, so they must like something. Because, they, because they're deranged. No, they're not deranged. They're cool. They, they a million cool and a half
2: people follow you. What, what, what do they follow? Your crazy shit that you write about, Trump and stuff, all stupid stuff.
1: No. I get on and do videos every day saying, hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. And they get hundreds. I've gotten 15 million but, but, views. But I don't find Just you me. interesting. Okay, or, that's or fascinating. Maybe because you're with me every day. Yeah, but I mean, you know,
2: I look at you and I think to myself, okay, you're in love with him, but what are you in love with?
1: Oh, well, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's, it's certainly a not a Terrible, problem. not nice thing to say. What? That you're like, don't find me interesting. No, I don't. <laughs> you don't gossip. I, I do gossip. but no, you, you, don't. You, you don't. You don't know growl. who the people are, so it's hard. All right, Angel's here, you guys. Let's bring her in. Hey, it's about time.
0: (laughs) Sorry. Did I,
1: did I I give you the wrong link? I might've sent you the wrong link.
0: Cause we, and the link that I was trying to find in the email that was forwarded to me, I think Matt had sent me the wrong one. So I was, I was sitting in the, in the wrong waiting room. Okay.
1: Perfect. (laughs) So, cause, uh, uh, all right, so great. thank you so much. We're happy to have you. How you feeling?
0: Um, I'm feeling better thankfully. Um, I'm sure you can still hear a little bit of the residual nasalness I have going on, but I feel better. <laughs> thank you guys for having me.
1: All right so let's do, it, the what,
2: you know i'm I'm in the desert and I'm dying. I am so stuffed from the goddamn shit that's blooming in the desert. no do you have allergies too? <laughs>
0: I, I do, yeah.
1: Wait, we're actually. Wait, first let's introduce her because nobody knows who she is. So we have to introduce see her. I mean,
0: see what I mean? This, she doesn't this know. This
2: you. is what I mean about. This is what I mean about him. He should not be in show business.
1: Yeah. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell, Scream Queen actress, special effects artist, and director, Angel Bradford. Hello, and welcome to the show. Yay! <laughs> My cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. I already met her. But you didn't say hi. I'm saying hi now. Okay, and then we have a chat room. People say hi to everybody in the chat room. I said to <laughs> sarcastically,
2: "I said, well, young lady, you finally made it." Yes, I am
1: <laughs> happy. Um, so I think that that was a little bit of everybody's fault, but we're so happy to have you. So tell me, where do you actually live?
0: Uh, I am from North Carolina, born and raised.
1: Is that and that, is that where you are now too?
0: Yes, currently, yep. I
1: love it. Okay. I like North Carolina. Yeah, me too.
2: (laughs) I have a a few friends there. Uh, My friend is a lawyer uh, in North Carolina. Uh, Very good real estate. You can live there for... Yeah. It's not that expensive. I mean, it is expensive, but not that expensive. You get a
0: break. Yeah, I live live fairly close to Raleigh, um, about an hour north of Raleigh. And you can definitely see the way that the economy, you know, is starting to spread to the smaller communities and stuff around Raleigh. It's, it's pretty cool.
2: You mean it's getting expensive?
0: Uh well yeah kind of um where i live in henderson there's not really a lot around um so when we get stuff like a, a starbucks or like a planet fitness or something it's like the talk of the town for a while yeah.
2: <laughs> so, we're, 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 hang on. Brothers so a can you get a house there for 250
0: um, I don't think so. Pro- I mean, probably you could, but it wouldn't be a nice house.
2: See, so it's the same all over, folks.
1: It's expensive. No, bra- no breaks
2: anymore. It's all expensive.
1: All right, you guys. So first of all, you can follow Angel. Her middle name is Nicole. So you can follow her on Instagram. It's Angel Nicole Bradford. And Nicole is N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Since I messed that up on the first graphic that I made. Um, she's got 57 credits. She's a screen queen. She's kind of like part of the... Uh, Uh, the new genre and the new class of Scream Queens. You know, you guys, she's like the next crew of Scream Queens after your Danielle Harris's and your Serena Vincents and everybody. She's the new class of Scream Queen. And, um, and and one reason that we're bringing her on besides the fact that we're going to talk about all the other things she's doing is that we're going to be working with her in zombie with a shotgun too. Oh, she's going to be be in zombie with a shotgun. Do we have scenes together? I don't know yet. I don't know.
2: know? Listen, Maybe that's why you lost your voice, because you scream a lot.
0: You ever think of that? I I do scream a lot. I love screaming. (laughs) Maybe that's why your voice
2: goes straight. You know, Rock Hudson. You know who Rock Hudson was? Do you know the actor Rock Hudson? Uh, Yes, I recognize the name. But you don't know who he is? No, she's like like
1: a little kid. (laughs)
2: Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson. I recognize the name. He's a major superstar. When Rock Hudson started off in the business, his voice was very high and they didn't think it was manly enough. So they used to tell him to scream for a couple of hours every day to bring his voice down. And Rock Hudson screamed and his voice became, without this, he would speak very down, manly. So it will alter your voice screaming. Lucille Ball, you know who she was? I love Lucy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lucy Ball used a falsetto voice when she worked as Lucy. Yeah, you know, Ricky. Well, her voice, because I knew her, and her voice went like this. She had her frog voice like a balloon broke. So be careful. Johnny, no. Do you know who Johnny Mantis is, the singer?
0: Um, The name is not familiar to me. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs>
2: I am so fucking old. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm like ancient history. Anyway, Johnny Mantis, the world number one greatest romantic singer, knows how to use his voice. Because 90 years old, almost, and he's still in concert, still singing beautifully, because he said he never, ever... uh Insulted or heard his voice. He he knew how to use it, so you should learn now. Listen to the old bag. I know what I'm talking about. Yes, you're a scream queen, but learn to breathe and how to scream so you don't damage your voice. Because if you scream incorrectly, you're going to wind up with a broken balloon voice. Blah, 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 blah. I like love it. No, that's it. I'm like your father. Understood. I- so so you- I, I like to preach to kids. <laughs> you don't know who Johnny Mantis is? I am going to kill myself. I
1: I, I she's she's uh, How old are you? She's young. I don't know if she'll tell you how old. How old are you? Will you tell I'm us 29.
2: how old 29. 29. <laughs> I'm 29. That's not a kid. You should know who Johnny Mantis is.
1: No, he's 90. Come on. Chances
2: are, cause I wear a silly grin. She would have been. The moment you come in. I mean, he was alive
1: alive for 62 years before she was born.
2: I know. (laughs) Johnny Mantis is so international. You know who Sophia Loren is? Welcome up after the show. Do you know who Sophia Loren is? Yes. I worked with her. I, I if you believe. talk about horror movie people, she'll know that I, I you know, this reminds me of one time I was doing a lecture at a college and there was a kid sitting there bewildered. I was talking and he looked like he didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. So I said to him, Do you know who Barbara Streisand is? He said, I think so. I, I've heard of her. And I said to myself, Get off this podium! These kids don't know what you're talking about. If they don't know Barbara Streisand, you're blowing it out your ass. Get out of here!
1: I like love it. So,
2: so you didn't start as an actor. You know, do you know who Brad Pitt is. Of course she does. You know Brad. Pitt. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. Of course she does. No, don't say it. you want
1: another. Yeah. Because everybody knows Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, you, know, you can't I'm, walk in a grocery store without pictures of them on every freaking magazine. Maybe she
2: lives in a little town. True. She lives in a little town without a movie theater.
1: No, she's in movies. But we
0: do have one movie theater.
1: <laughs> Made fifty-seven movies. <laughs> okay, okay. So you're very cool. I like you. You're so I want to know. Girl. I want to know first of all because you started at- out. Effects artist. You didn't start as an actress, right? You that that came later. Is that what I read? Correct. Um. So so, what decided? First of all, how did you decide to be a special effects artist? And then what what was the breaking point that changed and said, "Fuck, I can do this," and I'm going to be a scream queen?
0: Um. So, so everything really happened with with COVID. Um. You know, I was finished job. Um. And everything shut down. And ever since I was little, I've had an interest in special effects makeup. I've loved horror ever since I can remember. And, you know, during the, the uh, lockdown, I didn't really have anything to do except for practice my makeup. And I started making videos um, of the process of doing makeups. And I started sharing those on Facebook. And there was a director named Brad Thomason uh, who reached out to me and decided that he wanted me to help him on Martian Massacre, which was, um, actually, no, it was Backwoods Bubba. Backwoods Bubba was the first one, and then I acted in his second one, which was uh, Martian Massacre. Um, you did but 50. when he asked me to— Wait, wait, wait. go back. So huh? you've, 57, you've acted
1: in 57 <laughs> movies since COVID?
0: Yes. Oh my God, that's like a movie of fucking week. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I say extremely busy. Because I
1: actually Googled you and then I was on Facebook and lots, everybody loves you. Everybody knows who you are. Everybody loves, I mean, all the yeah, people in the indie which who are. I, community.
2: Interrupt. I don't think I want to ever say she's a screen queen.
1: She's an actress.
2: She's an actress. So forget the screen queen. That's just something she
1: does. I know, but that's actually in yeah, the horror would, world, would, that's considered an honor. Yeah,
2: but I wouldn't <laughs> title her
1: uh,
2: Angel the Scream Queen. I would say Angel the actress. But if you
1: want to be a big horror movie thing, if somebody calls you a Screen Queen, that's a compliment, yeah, I, right? I, that's a compliment. Angel,
2: no, 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 no. Angel and I are going to agree on this. I would not want to be known as a Scream Queen. I, I would, I would, I would want, I'd say I am more than that. That's something I do in a film, but I'm also a good actress. He
1: doesn't understand that Scream Queen is an actual title. No, of royalty. just like I don't
2: understand Jimmy the shit.
1: Jimmy Starr is the shit. <laughs>
2: If anybody ever said Ron Russell, shit, anyone ever said Ron Russell is shit. I he's
1: talking know. about. I have a video. I used to be a celebrity clothing designer, and I've dressed everybody: Freddy Krueger, Pinhead, every, you, 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 you people,
2: barter, everybody. Don't, you, your younger people don't
1: know how to sell yourself, and so I made videos called "Jimmy is the Shit," where all these famous actors they have millions of views. Uh, all these actors come on and say, I'm Doug Bradley and Jimmy Starr is the shit, you know, or I'm whoever, oh. all the famous people. And there's like five different versions of it. So how come and I, I had, had bracelets. And so stuff? how
2: come when I call you a piece of shit? you That's not soldered. the same
1: <laughs> thing as the shit.
2: <laughs> now, Sarah, Angel, Angel, if I were producing a movie and my and I needed an actress who doesn't scream, I wouldn't pick you. Because I only know you as, oh, the girl that screams. So let that be just a part of who you are, but not who you are. That's all I'm saying. Like, we're going to be in Zombies. Are you screaming in Zombie? Is she screaming? I don't in know zombies? what she's doing. I don't know what she's doing. What yet? part does she I, doing? Don't know, I don't know. Been done. I just know she's in but it. But you're not hiring her for screaming.
1: No. So no, Zombie's go. not a Scream Queen movie. It's See, not a slasher movie. It's a movie.
2: Well, good. So this way she has that under her belt a film that she doesn't scream in. So here's I some of the liked, people you guys like me. I don't like, I don't like being labeled the interviewer. I am more than an interviewer. I do. This as a hobby. I don't
1: even get paid. El cheapo doesn't pay. Anyway. Yeah. So you guys, here's some of the people that, uh, that Angel has worked with <laughs> I, I'm doing this on purpose because there's a, because almost every one of the people that I mentioned is going to have been on the show. Um, So Lisa Wilcox, she's done a few movies with, and Lisa Wilcox has been on the show, you guys. Let me tell you a funny Lisa Wilcox story. So Lisa Lisa Wilcox came on our show when we were in Pennsylvania, and Ron had no idea who she is because, number one, he doesn't research guests, and number two, even though he's made a ton of horror movies, he doesn't really like them that much, and so he doesn't know who the people are. So he's talking to her and he said, oh, as long as you're not, you know, the girl who's in the bed who gets grabbed by the claws and, and well, all laid up with the the knives. And she's through. like, oh, yeah, that's me. And he was like, oh, my God. And he had no idea because he, that's the only horror thing he's ever practically seen, you know. And so she came on and it was hilarious. And she's such a wonderful lady. You know, she's no, been on only a couple because
2: of times. I thought that was probably, you know, some people look under the bed at night. They think there's something under there, right? But to to me, a knife coming through the mattress is the most frightening thing in the world because I got spooked from it. And that's why I said to her, I said, I hope, I said, as long as you're not the girl in that movie, I said, where she got knifed into bed. That was terrible. (laughs) She said, Ron, that was me.
1: I thought. It was hilarious. It was fun. So here's some other people, you guys. Courtney Tom, she's worked with... She's worked with Lloyd Kaufman, Debbie Roshan, Sean Phillips, Brink Stevens, Jennifer Nangle. She's the only one who hasn't been on the show. Uh, Felissa Rose, Robert Best, Lynn Lowry, who's also going to be in uh, Zombie with a Shotgun too. Uh, Brink Stevens again. BJ Mezik. Debbie Roshan has oh, yeah, been, on been on the show. Robert Lozardo has been on the show. Tamara, good friend of mine. Love James that. Balsamo, Andy Dick. Uh, Deborah Dutch um, who's gonna be in a movie we're getting ready to do and Tracy Burr so they're all like horror icons and um, I think for, for not acting for very long you sure have accomplished a lot and that's probably why there's always so much buzz about you you know on the uh, especially on Facebook like they like fucking everybody loves you I put the first time that we, when you were coming up last week we got hundreds of likes and everybody's saying how wonderful you are and everything so I was like oh um, um, so you have a movie that you did. So you guys, she's done a ton of indie horror movies. One of them, and this probably isn't going to be the greatest movie ever, but I loved the trailer and I loved the concept. It's called <laughs> you know How they did Cocaine Bear? Oh no! So coo- she crack- did Crackcoon. The raccoon is it's on a crack- fucking raccoon cook. Oh. It's an innocent raccoon turned into a killing machine because it smokes no. crack or oh, something. Oh come on! Yes, <laughs> you
2: yeah. think that's yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not entertaining.
1: It is so entertaining. It is
2: not because you're promoting crack.
1: Oh no, it's hilarious. And anybody
2: that promotes crack should be cracked. No, crack. it's
1: going to be hilarious. No, you can't. So now, who, who are you? So, no, we're going to play the trailer so, for it. Well, I'm not going to ever see this one. You don't have to see it. I, I, I don't want to see, to see it. this. Movie. So tell me I what don't promote uh, crack. uh what what did you do in the Who are you in the film? Did you do any of the special effects also?
0: Um, I was assisting with uh, SFX, but I was one of the the main characters. Um, and filming for that was spectacular. It was it was ridiculous. It was so much fun, and the behind the scenes that we got are just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> oh
1: no, I, I think the I think it <laughs> looks hilarious. I thought Cocaine Bear was a, a fabulous movie. Of course, I, I like would. loved Cocaine Bear. I yeah,
0: thought it was. I fa- enjoyed it.
1: Uh, and it was so much I thought. Fun. It was totally
2: stupid. And young people watch it. Oh, look how cool it is! Cocaine. Let's do it. And now the same thing with crack. I you're wish gonna I see a, You're going to see a raccoon having good time doing crack. No, he's not
1: having a good time. He's
2: killing people. Yeah, I know that. That's a good time for him. That's what. That's what. No, you know what I mean. I think it's time that we get rid of cocaine, get rid of crack, get rid of drugs that are destroying anyway, the youth of America.
1: It's a, it's a hilarious concept. <laughs> yeah, well, I had a family
2: that was on crack and cocaine and I saw what happened to them and I don't think it's a happy thing. Anyway, my sister my sister-in-law was Okay, but uh, she so has been clean for
1: 50 years. Uh, okay, so here's what we're going to do you guys. We're going to play the trailer for this because regular people are going to like this a lot. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. I want you, uh, Juan, when she she's going to announce it, and then you play the trailer for uh, Cracoon. And uh, I love the way the raccoon looks. It just looks like a lot of fun. Is this movie out yet?
0: It's not out yet, but it I do believe that post production will be finished this year.
1: All right, you guys, so so check out this trailer. Go ahead and introduce it for us.
0: Hi, everybody! Get ready for this. The trailer for Cracoon is going to knock your socks off.
1: <laughs>
3: Old Denny here's got something a little extra special for you two tonight. What the fuck are you talking about? Bro, I'm talking about the latest thing to hit town.
1: Acid mine drainage.
0: Come on, man. It's my turn. Come on, man. No! What
2: you're seeing is the effects of a designer so-called street drunk.
3: Tonight is gonna be the most epic night of our lives, man. Oh my God. Oh my God, Danny, the over. What are we gonna do? Be careful out there today. I will, it's not like anything major is gonna happen. It never does. (laughs) I need you to give the sheriff a call. We got two dead bodies up here on the mountain. I don't know, maybe a bear or a mountain
2: lion? I'm not sure.
3: I am telling you, it's a killer raccoon. Okay, it's, it's all fucked up on drugs and
0: shit. You can't be.
1: I basically love the raccoon. I love the way the raccoon, especially at the end. There, you know, it almost looked like a like a viral dog almost. But I think it's a lot of fun. You know, and everybody's doing because they're doing like cocaine shark and cocaine. They're doing cocaine everything now. All the little people. So it'll be a yeah. thing. Then I have another one that I did that you did. It's called the house that eats flesh, and this one actually has Lisa Wilcox. It does. Um because wow. you've worked with her twice now, and she's you know she's really big in the horror world.
0: I I absolutely love Lisa. She is an absolute gem. Um, I met her on the House that Eats Flesh. I did uh, hair for her, and I um, helped with special effects makeup. And like that, that experience was. Um, it was probably like the first um, big movie. I would say I worked on, you know, that had like really good camera and, you know, really good effects between me and the other artist, And um, it was a really cool experience. I got to meet uh, people on there, you know, besides Lisa, I got to meet uh, really good friends like Morgan, who's another actress in the indie community, Um, Yvette Holder, um, Lydia Manson uh sean thompson it was it was just really awesome um i don't know when that movie is going to be out unfortunately Uh, i do believe that it was sold to to somebody else so it's just kind of up in the air right now um
1: like a lot of movies because like i have several movies that are completed and like we thought they were coming out and they still haven't come out so so. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know the distributors get to, to decide that, and I think a lot of people don't realize that once your money, you know, once your movie gets distribution, you don't really have any control over it whatsoever about what happens with it and when it comes out. But I understand that totally because I'm in the same boat. So this is um. So introduce a Stranger in the Woods trailer. Let's watch that one real quick, and then we'll come back and talk some horror. Okay. No, you introduce it.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you said Stranger in the Woods. Um okay uh hey guys here's the trailer enjoy (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh uh-oh juan i don't know what happened juan we're having a day today let me tell you hey juan could you have the stranger in the woods trailer hello is juan there Hey, Juan, are you there? Oh, my God, I have is it titled S? Oh, yes, it is. Yes, Juan, it is. Okay.
0: Edith, good morning. Uh, Listen, I sent a message to Victor last night about your arrival, and he's very excited.
1: He can be a bit of a character. I don't think he'll be too much of a problem. Although oh.
3: Jesus Christ
2: I'm afraid I cannot help you.
1: Hey you guys, I fucked that all up. Cause that's not Me? her movie. That's Bill Ober's movie. No. He's our next guest. I'm but, so sorry, everybody.
0: But I do I do know. I oh, Laura Wilson, and I have worked with her before. She's awesome.
1: <laughs> Go We're probably going to get 50 million plays because we have so many problems. So so the name of the movie we want to watch is The House That Eats Flesh, not A Stranger in the Woods. And I'm an idiot. And Angela's polite, and she didn't say, hey, that's not my movie, you dumbass. Uh, she just, like, went along with it. So, uh, so now we're going to watch the trailer for her other movie starring Lisa Wilcox. It's called The House That Eats Flesh. Enjoy, everybody. We're all killers, aren't we? It's in our nature to kill. We kill, kill animals. We kill, kill
0: nature. We kill. kill each other. We kill
1: walls of this
2: house. When I was a little girl, I didn't believe such nonsense,
1: but eventually I believed. Someone here has a very dirty mouth. Someone might be careful, might get that tuck cut out, little girl. Hey, so I love Lisa Wilcox. They really made her look, you know, terrible in Old that. Old and terrible. They really made her look terrible because she's such a beautiful girl. Yeah. A uh, woman. I shouldn't say girl, woman. Woman. She's like our age, my age, probably. Um, but I think... Uh, the trailer, everybody liked the trailer for that one a lot too, so I think it's great. So so tell me a little bit about what are some of your favorite horror movies? Like growing up, what were some of
0: your oh, That's an excellent question. Um, I always say one of my number one favorites was Amityville 2, The Possession. That movie has stuck with me for various reasons. Um, I also love of creep show. I love Trilogy of Terror with Karen Black. Um Ron I a, love Pumpkinhead. Ron went on a date with Karen Black.
1: <laughs> and I um uh, I Lance Henriksen is my favorite like actor uh and he's you know I've known him for many many years and uh so Pumpkinhead is a big one for me. Um I'm so well, upset
2: Karen Black was one of the nicest people you would ever want to meet. She was a, oh, I believe her. She was a darling. She was just so uh, just charming as word. There was nothing about her I found rough, offensive or wrong, and beautiful in person, far more beautiful than on the screen. Oh yeah, because that fine um, hair and those eyes, I mean just stunning. <laughs> we ran across the street together. She had on a big uh, shawl, and her shawl fell off. And the cars were coming and she screamed, Ron, my shawl fell off. So I ran over and grabbed the shawl, and cars were stopping short. And she said to me, Oh, you're my hero. <laughs> I said, Sharon, I wish I was straight. I said I would marry you in a minute. And she said, No, and she said, Why is it all the good guys are gay? I said, I don't know. I don't find, I don't find all the good guys gay. Anyway, we had dinner at a friend's house. And she was just wonderful. I loved Sharon Black.
1: Karen Black. Karen Black. It's so funny because Pumpkin mm-hmm. head, um, so when I was I collect action figures, I have a huge collection of action figures, and I had an 18-inch pumpkin head, and I thought, and I got it really cheap, like $80 or something back in the day. And uh, and then one I had a went through some, some financial difficulties and I sold it on eBay. And now, recently, I tried to go back and buy it back for my collection again. And now they're like $500, <laughs> you know, to oh, get, the wow. same, get the same thing. So I was bummed that I, like, sold it. Um, but but Lance Henderson is one of my speaking... favorites. Go ahead.
0: Um, well, I was going to say, speaking of Pumpkinhead, I got to meet uh, Brian Brimmer on Coffin Tooth.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Like, I, I like, love it. Yeah. Like, you, so you picked some unusual movies because a lot of people don't pick it. Like Amity, an Amityville movie is like one of their favorite. You know, usually you would hear something like Friday the 13th or, I don't know, pin, you know, uh, Pinhead. What's Hellraiser or something like mm-hmm. that. You picked was kind of like a very avant-garde. Um, um, like if you could have ever been in any horror movie that's ever been made in history, what horror movie would you have liked to have been in then?
0: Hellraiser Hellraiser. Two. Hellraiser 2. Yes. I like seeing the creation of the Cenobites.
1: Um, I love all the Hellraiser movies. I'm actually friends with Doug Bradley and Barbie Wilde and Simon Bamford and Nicholas. Nicholas. I'm
0: so jealous. <laughs>
1: uh and, and so then they've all been on the show with ron actually they've all been on the show with ron we had a blast with them usually on Hall- around halloween if they if if uh they're not doing a signing i usually have all those kind of people come on for our halloween show
0: um oh, cool.
1: it's a lot of fun and i think that um do you like do you like the torture porn stuff like saw and stuff like that like i love saw the saw movies are great
0: I absolutely love Saw and I love Saw 10. I think Saw 10 was probably one of my favorites out of the entire franchise.
1: Um, I enjoyed it a lot and it was fun for us because uh, actually, Ron didn't go see it. I saw it with his daughters because he didn't want to see it. Um, but Louis Man- Costas Mandalore is in that and, uh, yeah. and we had just met him at a premiere. Um, Terrific! Um, guy. Like a week before, we went to go see it. We met him at a movie premiere. What a great! We actually were with him two nights Not in a row. Nice,
2: nicest, nicest man. guy ever. Just regular Joe, a good guy. So, so who?
0: He's going to be at Carolina Fear Fest, so I'll be able to meet him there. Oh, you'll Super like nice. him. You'll
1: love very
2: him. Very charming. Very down to earth. Very, very Greek. He's a Greek fella. You know Greek with okay. <laughs> Yes, of course. <laughs> you know <who> Greece.
1: Is? <laughs> a yes. country. It's a
0: country. Greece. give me a little more credit, sir. I've been,
1: I've been to Greece, so it's okay. Um, I really like it, though. I think that uh, I, I love the Saw movies. I think they're terrific. So, if, like, who if you had a bucket list and you could uh, work with any horror movie actors that there are, you know, give me a few that you would love to work with. Give me a few guys and a few girls that you would be like, and they could be living or dead, so that way you get you get a wider pick.
0: Um, okay, so living or dead. Um, I'd say for the males, I definitely would like to work with Tony Todd. Uh, Candyman scared the absolute crap out of me. Um, Tom Savini, I'd love to work with him in any aspect, whether it's makeup, whether it's acting. Um, I just think he's a really, really cool person. And um, he's Doug Bradley. Tony is very nice. Yeah, Tony
1: Todd's really we, nice. We know him for a long time. We've known him a long time. And he's
2: long. always, you know, the same, just a regular fella. Nice guy.
1: Doug Bradley's fabulous. Yeah, Doug um, is a good guy. I used are, to hang- are, 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 am I in a movie with Doug? Anymore? No, you don't know Doug. I thought I was in a movie with him. No, you're not in a movie with him. But we also, so Tom Savini, actually, so I used to have clothing stores in Florida, <laughs> and he used to come shop in them, you know, so like I used to see him oh, like wow. And uh, we would hang out at the, as a matter of fact, I went to Halloween horror nights with him uh, at universal studios with him and Jason Muse and a whole bunch of people. We had a blast. Um, so those awesome. are all iconic people that makes it a lot of fun. And I think as you're building your career, cause your career is like really going quickly, you know what you've done. Most people take 20 years to do. Um, so you've actually accomplished really a lot of stuff in a very short period of time. So your movies will get bigger and bigger as you're going along. Um, and yeah, I think um, for you.
0: Um, I also just want to say, like, I'm I'm super thankful and grateful for all the opportunities that have come my way because there are definitely times where I don't feel like I deserve good things, you know, and like no, it, no, it's no, been no. the support no, of the indie no, community. Stop! Stop, Andrew, stop! Stop! Stop!
2: Stop! I can't believe I heard. What I just heard.
0: Why? I'm just
2: being but honest. You no, you're crazy. I got to, I got to take you under my wing. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back it up. You feel that you don't deserve some of the things you've got. Get that shit out of your head. That's a negative. Okay. That'll hurt you. You deserve okay. everything you get because you're worthy. And you and have to. You have it. to say that to yourself. You have to say to yourself, "I'm worth everything I do." Otherwise, they wouldn't hire me. To look for me. Don't ever, ever, ever negate that you're not worthy. Oh, I. You have to meet for lunch <laughs> when you're in LA. Well, you, well, <laughs> I, have, I have to take because I, I. You know I'm 83 years old, so I'm allowed to say whatever I want, and that's why I do. I can't stand a girl with your success saying you're not worthy. God damn it, you're so worthy. Are you kidding? Uh, totally I thank
0: worthy. you. No, I, I appreciate that. I, I really do. And I'm I'm working on feeling that way myself.
1: 57 movies came to you. You're worthy. The other thing, too, oh. you know, so I, I want to give a props because uh, Matt Chasen is your manager.
0: Matt Chasen is he, knows- amazing. He
1: doesn't work with anybody who's shit. You know, so if you were shit, he wouldn't be working no, with you just, in the first place. He's a fabulous manager. He's a fabulous person. He's so knowledgeable in the industry. There's not that many people who know more than him. Um, so you've really, you know, connected yourself with someone who is who is, you know, obviously he believes in you or he would never be representing you. And he's a great guy. So so that automatically should tell you, you know, like that you're worthy because you're working you're with a, a great manager. Of course you are. She has to get that out of her head completely. It's so wrong. It's so not true. Absolutely. So... Stop it. So, wait, wait. What are some female actors that you would want to work
0: with? I would love, love, love to work with Linnea Quigley. I absolutely adore Linnea. And I I would just...
1: (laughs) So, I've never met Linnea Quigley, but I lived in Florida. She literally lived two blocks away from me. And and I used to do a, a show called um, Horror Asylum Movie Reviews. And the people that I did it with, one of them was her ex-husband. Um, mm. And unfortunately he passed away after I did a movie with him. Um, but I used to live, like, literally. So I know all kinds of stories about her. She's fabulous. We have never met her. We've never met her. Like, we we... We don't run in the same we know all the same people, but we've never actually met her because she doesn't live out in California, so she's never had any of the premieres, but she's a great actress. She's a lot of fun. I should mm-hmm. actually invite her on the show sometime just to have her come on because she is she's iconic, but nobody has ever said Linnea Quigley either. I want you to know. So your answers are way different than you know everybody else's. Um, what's a tell me, what is like a normal movie that's not horror? Do you watch other things besides horror?
0: Oh yeah, I love like Lord of the Rings and Pan's Labyrinth. I love some funny movies. Um, like uh, I'm trying to think of oh Army of Darkness, but that's like horror still. <laughs> um. Oh, also, I should add Bill Mosley to the list because Bill Mosley, man. Uh, Bill Mosley's acting cool. is on point.
1: We've met him many times. I actually knew him before I knew Ron. Um, I want to ask you a question. Do you watch okay. your? Do you watch your movies?
2: Um, I, I do.
0: I don't. I typically, I typically will watch them like like once, and then I I don't watch them again.
2: I can't stand myself on screen. I don't watch myself at all.
0: Yes.
2: He goes to his own uh, premiere.
0: Started
2: <laughs> I started. go to the red carpets, but I don't I watch the film because I always think, why are you doing this, You know, Ron? You don't, you shouldn't be doing this, you should be doing something else. Maybe it's the scripts, maybe it's the um, storylines that are not for me. Do you feel that way when you're working that the story may not be for you?
0: <clears throat> yeah, you yeah. Um...
2: You go ahead and do it because you have to, but you don't feel, it was for
0: you. Yeah, there are, there are some roles um, that I feel that, you know, they're, it, it, it could have been, like, different, I guess. Um, but I still used that experience as a learning experience, you know, and just took what I could from it and brought it to the next set.
2: Did you ever do what I do? <laughs> I did a movie that was so bad. I redid the whole movie.
0: Oh, no, I I, I have not um, done that.
2: The script was so retarded and stupid that mm. I, I brought myself into it as the writer and I redid the whole movie and the producer couldn't believe it. But oh, wow. They liked it. They liked it because
1: it was so amateur and terrible. Really, it was. No, it really I a, was. I have a question for you, and this isn't a, a movie related, but do you rescue dogs?
0: um i do not rescue dogs i have one dog um i have two rats i have a chameleon i have a uromastyx i have a tarantula and four cats what's a uromastyx a A uromastyx is a type of lizard oh my god it's like a desert (laughs) dwelling lizard
1: we have three rescue dogs and somebody in the chat room wrote that you rescue dogs that's why i asked that because we love dogs i
0: don't I don't rescue dogs. I I wish I could. I wish I could afford to rescue dogs because I totally would.
1: (laughs) Does everything run around or do you have cages? Like you don't have rats just running around.
0: No, no. My rats are in their cage. Uh, Tarantulas in the cage, the Euromastics. Um, It's pretty much just the kitties and the dog that run around. And then, you know, I'll I'll handle the the lizards and the rats just personally. What made you want
2: a tarantula for a a, a pet?
0: They're so cool to watch. And spiders actually terrify me. So I think it's part of helping me get over my fear of spiders is owning oh, one. Well, oh, tarantula will do that. <laughs> yeah. Have I have a, curly, a curly-haired tarantula, and her name is Susie Q. <laughs> oh,
2: my gosh. I love it. We live in Palm Springs, which is in the Mojave Desert. So we have oh. plenty of tarantulas out here. Plenty. I imagine so and we're afraid of them especially for our pets because if a tarantula gets my little seven pound baby you know it can hurt it so yeah. we have a different idea of tarantulas out
1: in the desert don't we
2: yes so you guys <laughs> they shoot them they kill them yeah
1: follow you guys so follow angel Bradford on Instagram it's angel Nicole Bradford check out her movies. Um, we're going to be working with her soon and with Zombie with a Shotgun, so it'll be a lot of fun, and... Um, if there's a father in it, I'll probably be playing your
2: father. <laughs> 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 it, okay. A friend of ours wrote a movie and he said, Ron, I wrote it for you, because I know what you're like as a
1: father, so I give good father. <laughs> Actually, in the chat room, they said, no, they were talking about Linnea Quigley rescues dogs. So, But at least now we got to find oh, out about yeah. whole menagerie of, of animals. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations <laughs> on all your success. Wish you all the best for the future. Look forward to seeing you on set. Look forward to work. Thank you so much. When I'm working with you, if we're in the same day
2: of work together, on our breaks when they're setting up, I can lecture you. Aren't you lucky? <laughs>
0: Okay, When I tell you
2: that we must not think we're not worthy, we must not. That's right.
0: You are Uh, absolutely correct.
2: No, he's correct about that. You know what, honey? People, listen, I have a saying that is so powerful and wonderful. When people say to me, so what do you do that's so great? I say, what I do, people pay to see. And that's very big because people pay to see me. And you think that. Yeah. When you feel that bullshit about worthiness, just say, guess what? People pay to see me. That's a biggie. He's Keep right. I love up.
0: that. I love that mindset.
2: No, I do that. Mindset. I do. People love to see me. People pay to see me. You know, I did stand-up comedy for 45 years in all the nightclubs all over. So I did get paid to be seen. Absolutely. And it makes you feel good. Because I used to work an audience of 350 in a supper club. In those days, people came to eat and drink. It was a nightclub, and I would mm-hmm. stage ready to. And I'd look through the little hole in the curtain, and we'd have full house. And I would say, "Oh, great! 350 mm-hmm. people came to hear me my jokes." And
1: you know that it's makes the you, same for you. People have to download the movie, yeah. buy the movie, stream the movie. It's not free. They pay for it, so they're paying to see you. I mean,
2: so what? What? What makes you think? I mean, people pay to see you. You're good.
0: That's true. You're that's, good. That's very true.
2: Because if you stink, <laughs> if your movies were shitty and you were crappy, people would say, "Oh, her. I'm not going to go see her. She
1: stinks." And they wouldn't be calling you saying, "Come on, we want yeah, you to work on this yeah, film." Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, and the films are just going to keep getting bigger yeah. and better. So are you congr- are you straight or gay?
0: Um, I'm bisexual. Oh, okay. I figured that. Um. <laughs> that. Because, <laughs> because,
2: because she, when I said about being gay with uh, with whats a face she, who the
1: hell would So do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? or We only have two minutes left. Uh, do you have a boyfriend?
0: A I have a boyfriend.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm
2: bisexual. I have two children. I was married 16 years. It's the, best, it's the only way to go is to be bisexual. <laughs> it is. I wouldn't want to ever be gay. I would not want to be just gay. No. Anyway, there's so, so much
0: beauty in the world. <laughs> that's
2: right. No. So you guys, just, no, we got to go because we got another. People guest. say to me, how, "How come you're bisexual?" I said, well, "What's a stupid word?" I said, "I fall in love with a person. I don't fall in love with their sex. If it's a man or a woman, it have to fall in love with. That's who it happens to be. So I'm sure you feel mm-hmm. the same." Way. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
2: I like. Love I, it. I, I fall in love with the human.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're
1: married, married, 10, We're married years. 10 years. So, um,
0: Congratulations.
1: So, Thank so, you. So, so, we so we my, my sweet angel, I will see you on the set. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm working on that now. So so, so, so such yeah. a pleasure to meet you. Glad you're feeling better. <laughs> Keep continued success. And, um, and thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. And people pay to see you. Remember that.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Bye.
1: Um, it's our pleasure. Angel. Yay. Forward-
0: bye, everybody. Bye bye.
1: <laughs> knowing you.
0: Yay.
1: What a nice girl. Very nice girl. She's um, going to be a big, you know, she's going to be like the next Danielle Harris type person. Mm-hmm. Um, but she
2: should never think she's not worthy. No, of she's anything. totally worthy. That's so wrong thinking. All
1: right, you guys. So now we're going to bring <laughs> on our next guest. And let's bring him in, Juan. I think. Bill, how you doing?
3: People pay to see me, and I'm strongly resistant to giving them their money back. No matter, how- <laughs> I don't well, want to. Well,
2: good for you. I love it. They have asked. Ask. They have asked. But isn't that a good thing to think about when you feel like maybe not worthy of something? I you never,
3: say I don't. I don't do the not worthy thing. I just put my head down, no matter how bad the script is, and keep rocking. There you go.
1: That's smart. Hold on, we gotta do an intro. Huh. Hey everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, Emmy winning actor, producer, writer, and one of the biggest horror award winners in the history of horror. Bill Oberst Jr. Hello and come on and welcome (laughs) to the show. Thank you guys.
3: So, like listening to you with Angel, like I I don't want to talk about myself, I just want to hear stories about stand-up comedy. And I really (laughs) want to know what movie Ron like took over and said, this is so shitty that I'm now the writer
2: and I'm going to read it. What the hell is this movie about? It was called, it was called Croker and Jimmy's very good friend was producing it and he wanted me to be in it. And as a favor to my husband and this fella, I was in the movie. Yeah. The movie was probably the worst script I have ever read in my life. What was it about? Because I really it, love
3: bad scripts. I, Tell me what played, it was. I
2: played, I played a cop from New York who couldn't push people around in New York because they're too tough. So I moved to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I could push the local yokels around.
1: No, but that's not what it's about. No,
2: no, that was my character, how I played it. was it. about a... a... Well, yeah, I, get there. I played it <laughs> I played it like this. Get over here. What are you talking about? I know what you did. You're the one that killed him. There's nothing in the river. There's no monster in the river. You're the one. You're the one. Don't tell me. I know things. And that's how I played it, which was wonderful, because I made my character a crazy New York cop. Supposedly something came out of the river that killed people. It was so bad. It's kind
1: of like It, where the kid disappears and yeah, All, of it, was, all of it was a green light that went on you. The, story, but
2: the dialogue. I'm in a scene where I, I did the very thing I just did to this guy who's claiming that his brother disappeared from the thing in the river. And I'm not believing that, of course, because I'm a stupid jerky cop from New York. And I'm telling him, you did it. You did it. don't tell me you did it. And I'm supposed to get him angry. And he stands up and walks over to me and says, You're a bastard. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> Look at the camera. I said, You gotta be fucking kidding me. You have to be fucking kidding me.
1: I'm That's s- how angry he, the guy, and he was supposed to be playing a straight character. He wasn't playing a gay character. No, and he was supposed to be upset. <laughs> and I, You're a bastard.
2: So, where
1: do you go from? Rodney re- wrote all the lines because his his lines were like, "Gee, jo- golly, no, heck, you, it, you know. know
2: what it made me look like? I was eating up the scenery, and I was stealing the number." When I'm like, if I'm working with you, and I say to you, "You think you're something? I'm going to kill you at midnight. I will come in your room at midnight and slash your throat." Now, how are you going to come back? Are you going to say, "Oh no, you're not." <laughs> I would,
3: I will say, the window's open and so's the door.
2: <laughs> no, really. You know what I'm saying? If I throw it at you, tough. You got to throw it back. Otherwise, you make me look like a showoff. Right? Like I'm too big for the scene. See? So they don't know. They didn't have a, They didn't understand that he hired all normal people. Not one of them were actors, except the girl that played the lead. She was Miss Pennsylvania, a very beautiful girl. She was good. She yeah. was good. <clears throat> um, she ad lived with me. <clears throat> One thing was, get in the car. Get in the car now. I'm telling you, get in the car. Don't let me pull my gun on you. Get in the car. And she turned around and she. What did she say? That I don't was, know. But it was you, great. It was- she said something to- totally hilarious that made that scene so
1: important. So here's the funny great. thing about the movie. The movie's really bad. And on IMDb, it has like a hundred five star reviews because I guess they somehow they got like everybody who's in it, you know, to like you know give it a good review because there's no way you know it can have a five star review. It was so bad. Um, and anyway, so let's talk with you a little bit. First off, Bill is the star. Well, I
2: want to work with you. Working, well, I, want, I don't know if you're going
1: to gonna work, work opposite him, but you're going to work with him because he's the star of Zombie with a Shotgun too. i was just going to ask: Do we get to be in scenes together? I don't know I if you love, do or not
3: yet. Oh, I would love to work with you. Uh, you're it would one be a I, crime. A crime not to.
2: A tragedy.
1: We will work something, no, no, we'll work something you're out. You're one I that. could
2: work with. Oh, no. I would I would be so happy.
1: Also, by, and, by the way, wait. So I, didn't, I forgot. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody yeah, in the yeah, chat if
2: room. I, if I play a cop again, which probably I do. Or oh, I play some kind of a guy that kills zombies. I'm sure I do. And
1: also, hold on. And then we have Dawn. So we have a, 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 a fabulous uh, horror fan who is in the chat room all the time. She said she watched a bunch of your stuff yesterday. Her name's Dawn Hinton. Just say Dawn. So say hi to Dawn. She'll love that. Dawn, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But wait, Bill is starring.
2: Yes, in zombie. Yeah, he's, so he's, let's make he's, that a good movie. Yeah, no, a it's good movie, yeah. no, it's a a big, it's a lot of yeah. lot of money movie. It's a, it's a better,
1: it's a bigger, much bigger. Budget. It's no
2: fifteen dollar movie. Yeah, yeah it's, that's a big. Zombie with the shotgun's a big title. People love that movie. Yes. It, it's going to be shot with the best camera, the best director. I mean, it's it's not. I am not doing shitty movies anymore. I told you, I'm turning. <laughs> I have a a million movies a day come in. Go, I, once listen to this one, Bill. You want to crack up? They sent me a script, Drag Queens from Outer Space.
1: <laughs> and they wanted a bunch to of drag, a queens drag queens movies.
2: come to Earth to eat the men because they ate all the men on their planet. Okay. I'm with you. And they were fighting over the dick. Who gets to eat the guy's dick? No, see, they went too far. They had me until then. No. <laughs> You're right. So I gave, <laughs> I, gave the, wait, I gave the script to Marcel Waltz as a joke. I said, Marcel, let's do this film. Marcel didn't even—he thought I was serious. He didn't even comment. So when have I saw, zo- have
3: zombie drag queens ever been done? Oh, I don't know.
2: Not, never been drag queen zombies. Never. I haven't like seen really it. Like really
3: emotional, emotional drag queens, like the ones who like you know shake the hands and like really the those kind as zombies. We'd that might be.
2: Probably, we would probably get in trouble with the woke people. We would probably get in trouble for making fun of drag queens or something. Today you're making
1: fun of them. You're making them zombies. Yeah, you're making them zombies. You have to be careful nowadays. Anyway, so very careful. So first of all, you guys, this is Bill's third time on the show. So the first time he was on, we got two point one. And we love him. Two point one (laughs) million views. The second time we had him on, we had 3.34 million views. So we want everybody to watch this so we can we have to beat 3.34 million views. You know why?
2: Because he's good. No, he's good. He's I am so happy when I have a good actor on my show. Well, you guys are so much you're so much fun
3: because you know you understand the business, you understand entertainment. You know, it's 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 so it's it's so boring when you're doing an interview with somebody who's like so guarded. But you guys are just so open and out there. And that's what makes it fun.
2: That's also because I love your work. I love to watch you on film. And I've told Jimmy so many times, I'd love to work with him. I'd love to work with him. And now maybe we are. Wouldn't that be terrific? But um, you you, you really are. Listen, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because I don't do that to anybody. I never bullshit people. I tell the truth. I've seen you in some stuff that maybe another actor would have fell on his ass. But you knew how to work it. See, I I don't go to these ugly, I hate these horror movies. I, I really can't stand them. I only go to watch the acting if the friend of mine is in the movie. That's all I go for. And some of them, but you have a talent to make shit pretty. I try. I'm serious. You're like a natural Thank you you, don't act. Not, you This is what I tell Jimmy, right, all the time? All the time. I can't stand actors. You catch acting. Right? Yeah. You don't act. You do. And whatever you do is so good that it's real. It doesn't work.
1: It doesn't. Because anyway, you've even got a few shitters, and some of your shitters, you're really, really good. That's you know? what I'm and saying. You, know, you made the film bearable.
2: <laughs> not that terrible? Thank you. But I've been in a couple of dolls that I made the film bearable
1: because I was funny. But um, so let's brag for him a little bit. Yeah. First of all, you guys, uh, Bill was awarded the first Lon Chaney Award for outstanding achievement in independent horror films. Uh, obviously, you know he uh, he was he was uh, he's in the top fourteen Criminal Minds, which is one of my favorite TV shows. Most notorious serial killers. In um, his big episode, starred Adrian Barbeau, who's been on the show. We love Adrian Barbeau. Oh, I do. And too. Tom Bell's never been on the show, and I've never met. He's like the one one of the only people I've never met that I really want to meet. I'm still
2: looking for a boyfriend for Adrian. Yes,
1: <laughs> I want
2: Adrian. She Adrian can get her own dates. No, no, no. I know Adrian. No, she's Actually, a wonderful, step- wonderful, step-
3: wonderful actress.
2: No, I'm, I'm serious. If a if guy a comes, sweet to her, person. She's a dream Fabulous. She's, She's wonderful. Adult. I know Adrian from the Rock Hudson days at Rock's house at Party with Julie Newmar, Jane Russell, who's my best friend. We oh, went wow. there, and I met Adrian for the first time. So hang on. Oh, wait a minute. You know what she said to me? I said, you know, Adrian, a friend of mine in New York had a, a, a nickname for you. She said, oh, yeah, what is it? I said, Adrienne Barboobs. She said, yeah, I figured it would be something like that. She walked away. <laughs> and she walked away. So I went after her. I said, "I didn't mean to offend you. I thought it was cute." She said, "Yeah, it is." I said, "She was writing books at the, at that time." So I've seen her periodically. But when she was on our show, we discussed her mastectomy. You know, she she, had all, her, she her, did
3: a um, Adrian did a wonderful one woman review. Uh, uh, singing and telling anecdotes uh, from her career in Hollywood, I think two years ago. It was really, really good. I love her.
1: Oh, no, I, I love do, to too. Her. I do, too. So another cool thing, you got a Horror Icon Award at the Optical Theater Festival in Italy. I'm only bringing it up because it was in Italy, and he's Italian. What does that got
2: to do with the price of beans? Well, he won a huge award in Italy. You're Italian. I'm American. I'm, my, <laughs> my heritage is Italian. What, do I speak with accent.
1: No, you don't speak with an accent. <laughs> so here's something that I don't think I knew, though, because I was looking at your IMDb, you know, with you coming on to, to bring up different things. I didn't know that you were in The Secret Life of Bees because it was not, not horror-related whatsoever. You know, there's yes. no... I, I had one
3: line in The Secret Life of Bees. And I, I was like, I was in, I was a, a deputy sheriff It was really early on when I started switching from stage to film. And I had um, uh, Dakota Fanning in the front seat and Jennifer Hudson in the back seat. And Dakota Fanning was like, I was new because it was like movies were new to me then. I was coming from the world of stage and I knew all my lines and everything, of course. And Dakota was so cool. She's like texting right up, right up to the second when the slate's in, she's texting. And I said, oh, excuse me, I'm supposed to grab you and slap you in this scene. And she was like, I oh, go for it, dude, it's fine. And she just keeps on texting. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they say, in, she shoves the cell phone under her butt and she starts crying, like real tears. And I was like, oh my God, this is what film actors do? This is going to be hard.
1: So yeah, that was my one line. Such a big movie though. And like, I have to rem- I don't really remember it now, but Queen Latifah's in it, Alicia Keys, Paul Bettany. Yeah, Paul- it was a big movie. I mean my I,
3: line was uh did you see a white girl come by here? <laughs> <laughs> what a
1: line. Yeah. What a
2: line. How do you do what do you was do? With, what? Wait, what do you do with that line? How do you what do you do with it? How do you express it? I would, I'm curious. Let me see you do it. Do the line. Oh,
3: you know, you Ron, you know what they wanted. They wanted the redneck thing. They wanted you see a white girl come by here. They all that, <laughs> <thing, laughs> right, that thing, John, down, 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 down. They you want see, that crap. And I've done that so many times early on, thank God. I found about. horror. So then I would not have to do this redneck character over and over again for years.
2: But oh that's what gosh. I'm talking about. The way you did your head in the whole you you're an actor. You see, I tell all the young people, young kids, like a good what's his name? A very young fellow is becoming very famous. And he keeps what's his name? We met at that nightclub in Hollywood. He was, I told him to shave and get rid of the rig, look. And look. Oh, Ty, Tyler Gallant. Ty, Tyler Gallant is going to be big. <clears throat> Ron, do you have any tips for me? I said, yeah. Learn to use your hands because my hands right now will tell you a big story. Yes. And he said, yes. I said, I don't like actors who act with their hands at their side. They are line readers because I use my hands for everything. Yes. I like love it. It it does so much. Hands
1: and eyes. Eyes are the thing. Yeah, your eyes are really oh, like, yeah. I mean, you really know uh, how to use your eyes. I have
2: that. with People tell me that when I act, that my eyes
1: do the li- tell the line before the line even comes out so let's let's ask some questions to you though about instead of just talking about the horror movies cuz we've talked about a lot of them before even though I did I do have a uh, a stranger in the woods i put the trailer so we can play for everybody oh just- good thank you that was uh, we did that in hungary and it's a really nice young
3: hungarian director and i really want good things for him so i hope that little movie does good
1: um, actually, so why don't you introduce? So one, it's the one that you played before by mistake that says "A Strain" on it. Why don't you introduce it? We'll play it, and then we'll come back talk about that and then talk about some uh, other industry stuff with you. Uh,
3: yeah, it's called "A Strange in the Woods." It's a found footage format, which isn't my favorite, but I think he did a good job with it. And uh, it's a film student who comes out to this strange guy in the woods um, to, uh, and sh- she meets him. I'm not sure what all's in the trailer, but I play the strange guy, and things get increasingly darker and darker.
1: All right, enjoy. Take it away,
0: Juan. Edith, good morning. Uh, listen, I sent a message to Victor last night about your arrival.
1: And he's very excited. He can be a bit of a character. I don't think he'll be too much of a problem. Hello? Although... Jesus Christ!
2: I'm afraid I cannot help you.
1: He is a very
2: strange guy. Victor. Are you okay? Uh, one more thing. He doesn't socialize much.
3: Recently he's been a bit obsessed that someone is watching him.
2: I'm a bit picky
1: show yourself
3: hands in the air I thought it would last forever now it looks really it looks really good yeah, he he did a nice job, I think. it's a, I like European filmmakers because they like these weird avant-garde shots. They're not really big into uh, a bunch of talk. They do shots where it's just two people looking at each other. I lost weight for that because he wanted the guy emaciated. I'm still trying to put weight back on.
2: Oh, how long ago did you shoot it?
3: Uh, it's only been like six months. He works really, really quick.
2: As but, you, you did it again with the look. You have that look, baby, that's worth a fortune. Well, you, don't have you. To, you don't have to make it up. No, serious. You have a weakness about
1: you that's terrific. Is that, is that, that a saying. film festival that's going to? Because the room they're asking about the film festival that it's going yeah, let's to. Let's talk. Let's. You know, I believe in pre-publicity.
2: Years ago in my day, a movie had come in attractions or the yes. magazines. You know, the movie magazines would talk about a film in progress. Yes. We could wait to see it. I said, Oh my God, when is that coming out? I want to see that movie. Mm-hmm. They don't do that. Now they're all afraid their scripts are going to be stolen. The shitty scripts that they are. You know, when I, I wanted- a,
3: when I was a kid, I loved horror movies and um, famous monsters of Filmland magazine and Corey Ackerman's and Fangoria uh, and all of those did the same thing for us. Like they would tell us about, you know, these movies that were being filmed and we yeah. couldn't wait to see them when they came.
2: So let's talk about zombie because that's, jimmy's movie your movie and my movie so let's talk about it yeah that's one that they're not uh they're doing all kinds of pre-publicity for it well let's do some more okay. everybody watching our
1: show or listening i would suggest to see it because it's a good script it's based on a comic book you guys right. and the first movie was shot for no money and it did really well um and now in the second movie it didn't have any names really in the first movie the second movie now we have uh, Bill Oberst Jr. is in it. We right. also have Lynn Lowry who was the lady that you saw a real quick clip of her in that last uh trailer mm-hmm. that we just showed. Um, we also have um Vincent Ward who we know we went to the Academy Award right. Party with him. Right. And Vinny, we have um Should I forgot who's in it. It's got it's got <laughs> no it has a good cast. It has a good cast you oh uh Monique Dupree. Oh
2: how I love Monique Dupree is oh in my it. god the best actress in the world. Oh, she is. Oh, I, another one I could watch. Do you ever watch Monique's work? And she makes. No. She makes oh, my she, friend. She makes, you know, she is makes, she an she's actress? A, she's a
1: great actress. Unfortunately, oh. the criticals that she's had in the past have not been so good. So a lot of her movies are, are really low budget indie films, but she really carries is, the movie. I, I, I watch her with ecstasy in my heart. No, you're, th- you're not.
2: Not, oh, wait a minute. Is that black Monique? Yeah, that's Monique oh, I'm thinking Gata. Of Mar- you're, Mo- the,
1: you're thinking of Marcel's Monique. Monique, right. She's uh, one of the I greatest actresses I've ever seen. But this well, is Monique Gata, the love, We love she's her. She was friend. just on the show. She's, she's got 10 kids. The girl's
2: got a body of death. <laughs> I mean, she looks like a teenager with 10 kids. Oh, that Monique I love. I'm talking about Monique. Parent. Parent. Have you ever worked
1: with Monique Parent?
2: Monique Parent. You would love working with her because she's really one of the best actresses. you should work with her. You would be good with her. Oh, you would be good with her. She will feed you. She will make you bigger than big. She is a total actress who does – there's one movie she's in where she does a monologue. It's
1: a long monologue. like A long,
2: long monologue where she's explaining what's going on. Unbelievable. I love her. I love her I love her, I love her, I love her. Actually we should The way I, have, I like to watch you, I like to watch her. Have
1: you have you heard have ever heard of Marcel Waltz? I have. Um like you should really cause his, he's he's probably one of the best indie up and coming directors. He's got like you know, he's got about ten or twelve movies it, and they all do really, really well. Did you ever see his um, movie Blind? Yeah, his movie Blind is really good. What, um, sir no, but I will. Oh, watch that But one, actually baby. like that's my favorite. When we see him, because he's got a premiere That's, coming up in like in a month. And so yeah, when we see him, he's
2: I'm a very t- dear friend of ours. I'm, I'm going to tell him he like should consider best. He's you like for Marcel he's like He's
1: got anything you could work with because you're you would fit like and he 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 works with phenomenal actors and actresses.
2: Marcel also. is like my best friend. He's real, real guy.
1: Well, let me I wanted to ask you about uh, Zombie.
3: If people want to follow the movie, is, are there social media accounts or any place
1: that they can kind of like watch? Zombie with a shotgun on Twitter um, and Instagram and Facebook. It's all. I think they're all the same. Hang on, I'll, I'll, I'll double check it. But and then um, uh, Hilton Ariel Ruiz is the director and writer, and so he's also. You can follow him. But let me just double check. I think it's just Zombie with a shotgun. But let me double check it and see. Okay. See um, It's yeah. It's zombie with a shotgun on Instagram, you guys. But they're really. He's really big on um, uh, on Twitter, and it's zombie. Uh, it's, uh, you just plug in Tommy with the shotgun, it'll pop up because he's got hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram good. and uh, Instagram good. and Facebook combined is about a half a million followers. So uh, if
2: they do it right,
1: it'll be a great. The moment. first one was really good. I yeah. mean, when I say like no budget, I mean they had like no budget and it came out really Who's good. Who's directing? Hilton. We had him on the show a couple months ago. Hilton. Oh, oh
2: that's right. Yeah, yeah, we had him on the he's show. He's good. He's good. He's good. I think you're gonna have a good director. I think so. But Blind was about a movie star who had a, a surgery in her eyes and was blind. And she lives up in the hills. Well, there's a crazy fan who moves into her house, and she doesn't know it. And he's stalking her. It is a wonderful movie. Nice. It is, a, it is a they, did a,
1: they did a sequel called Pretty Boy that uh, for some reason Lionsgate's supposed to be distributing, it, but it hasn't come out. And, it's been and, like Sarah, and French,
2: years. Sarah French did a great job, as I told her, because she didn't act. She didn't do anything but look sad and let you feel bad for her and wanting to protect her. When she's looking in the refrigerator blind to get her wine, and she closes the door, and there he is standing right there. And you get that. So it's a good, it's, I, I think it's, more, it didn't do well. It didn't make any money. Because it wasn't disgusting. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a lot, lot
1: chocolate. It was, up, it was so. very
2: Hitchcockian.
1: It, 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 it well. was a
2: quality movie.
1: And I'm we sorry. shouldn't say it didn't do well. No, it okay. did. But it, it won it, every film festival it entered. About fifty film festivals, it what, won.
2: Money-wise, it didn't um, do
1: hot. Uh, but then the reviews. When you know have you go and read Amazon reviews and stuff, a lot of people didn't like it because not enough people. Nobody got killed. You know, no chopping, not, not no enough. Blood. I mean, people got killed, but it wasn't No like eyeballs a good falling
2: idiot. out. No, no guts popping. You know, it wasn't junk. People like junk. Well, Aqu-
3: can. Can I give you my mantra that I've settled on after doing 200 of these? Horror is quick, but terror takes time. Yes. yes. People, people who don't understand the difference will not sit through five minutes of a movie without wanting to be jump scared. I, I can't help them. You have to surrender yourself and go on the ride, and then you will be terrified, which is a, a long-lasting thing. Horrified is just, oh, and it's
2: over. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. What are some I, movies that you think are... Well, wait a second. Every friggin' movie, I get scripts and I turn them down. You know why? The same thing. Ten people in a room, one by one. Ten people get slashed. Okay? Then they change it. They make it a Western or they make it... A, they're in England. You know, just change the set. It's that same boring script. That's oh, right look, Cut his arm off. Oh, look. They're going to... I don't want to be in that movie. I'm an actor. I'm not a a whatever the hell they they, they want you to do. I don't do that. I'd rather sit home. I'm from the stage also. So,
1: mm -mm. I won't do it. uh, In the chat room, they're asking about, they says a horror fest in Chicago. So you must be doing a horror fest in Chicago soon. Yeah, um, that's a festival that Stranger in the Woods is going to be there. And I think the director is going to come over from Hungary. That's cool. When is that? So anybody who wants to know here, May, May, May 2024. That's right. Yeah. It's a great festival. (laughs) A movie I was in called Circus
3: of the Dead. One big there. I have affection for that festival.
1: So now do you play a clown in Circus of the Dead?
3: Yes. A necrophiliac,
1: homicidal, murdering clown. Oh, that's so funny because that's
2: got to be very spooky.
1: Lately, he's done so he's getting this summer. He's doing Clown Motel three. He did Clown Motel two. He did Clown Fear. Wait, he did. I'm only doing Clowny.
2: I'm <laughs> only doing it. I'm only doing it because of Joe. Joe Kelly is a dear friend of mine who helped me out on something, yes. and I promised Joe I would do it. And this but
3: business I'm, is about relationships. You're so absolutely. right.
2: Ron. But I, I don't want other people to think, "Oh, Ron's back in the clowns." I'm not. I'm. I, I don't want to be a snob. But if it's not a couple of million dollar movie, I'm not interested. I don't need it. What for?
1: I, I don't enjoy it.
2: So I actually, want, no, I'm
1: I, so glad that we're talking because I've got a bunch of stuff. So I have a bunch of movies that I'm producing, and I've got a big horror film, and I've also got a big fantasy film. Yeah, I'm in
2: a thirty-five you know, million dollar movie coming up with Brad Pitt, possibly. No, not
1: Brad Pitt. Not Brad Pitt. He's out. He's in the forty-five million dollar. Oh,
2: in the forty-five million
1: dollar <laughs> movie.
2: Okay, and that, I got a few big like, movies coming up, and that's where Bill you have to go because
1: you're forty-five million dollar quality.
2: <laughs> well, then I. Not-
1: $15. Quality. I actually though, once we start ca- casting the other roles, cause they've cast the three like leads in each of the films that I'm doing, but they will have some other roles. And if anything, like I, I think fits for you, I- I'm definitely going to pitch you because you bring so much to, a film, you know, and it, 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 it increases, it just increases as, the value as of does the film.
2: Our friend Monique. Yes. We've got to push Monique. Monique can be a superstar. She's gorgeous. She's a woman in like maybe 55, 62, 52, 62, 62. She, 62. she looks 30. She's a beautiful
3: blonde, beautiful. Well, and, and there are women who can do that. You know, like look at Lynn Lowry. Yes. Amazing. There's some women who are just classy. Uh, you know, Joan Collins is like that. I personally think when I yes. saw an
1: American Horror Story, I was like, you're still sexy. Oh uh, no! Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'm just t- contacted her publicist because I want to get her on the show. I was at a um,
2: party where Joan Collins was, and my friend Perry Winkler, who looks like Joan Collins, another broad with the same thing facelift, eyeball—you know—they all look alike. And Joan was standing there talking to somebody, and my friend Perry went over to her, and she said, "Joan," because Perry Winkler was married to the biggest. Uh, Money manager in Beverly Hills, so she was very effective. If you saw Auntie Maine, that was my friend Perry Winkler. And she taps Joan on the shoulder. Oh, Joan, darling, she said, I have to thank you for bringing gowns back. And Joan just looked at her, said, You gotta be kidding. (laughs) And I thought, Perry, you fell on your face. Because you were, like, pretending to be Joan They looked alike, right? Doesn't Parody look like Joan uh, Yes, Collins? a lot.
1: Same thing. So, wait, I want to go back because we never asked you this before. So, okay, so bucket list, because you've worked with a lot of really talented, phenomenal people. Bucket list, male and female actor that uh, you would like to work with that you've never had an opportunity. And they could be living or dead, so it doesn't make any difference. Just to kind of get an idea of who you like. And then, if you could have ever been in any movie ever made in history, what movie would you like to have been in? Kane, Michael. That's oh, the that's actor. A- um,
3: the the movie in, uh, only movie in history that I think I really would like to have been in is The Bridge Over the River Kwai.
1: Oh, wow. I've Bridge
3: always the- wanted to do one of those, um, you know, sort of Lee Marvin World War II types. And mm-hmm. I came along once those movies were no longer being made, but I love them. The reason Michael Kane is because he's complete, especially in his old age. He's completely naked in front of the camera. I mean, he, he everything is there. There's no deceit at all. He did a movie called Harry Brown, I don't know, like 10 years ago. loved when it. it. Great movie. It? Yeah, I saw it like four times I watched it. <laughs> he allowed the camera to explore every crevice in his face and his watery eyes. My mouth just dropped open and I was like, this man is brave, vulnerable, and completely naked in front of the camera. I respect that so much. I'd give my right arm and
1: to work with Kane. Also,
2: could be a very nice fellow.
1: Yeah, he was nice. Years
2: ago, there was a restaurant in town called Bistro Gardens. And I was in the Bistro Gardens. And Michael Kane and his beautiful Hindu wife, she's gorgeous, all in white, came. And they happened to be at the table next to us. And after a little bit of a while, I began talking to Michael, introduced myself. And he was the most charming man. i yeah. to tell you, polite. He was charming, and he made believe he was interested in what I was saying, and I appreciated that.
1: Before I knew him, before I knew Ron, too, he had a restaurant he owned in South Beach on Lincoln Road, and so I was eating at a table next to him and his wife also, and he was incredibly gracious. Just like the the, the most elegant. You would think he, he would be like. Like don't talk to me. No, you know? who the fuck are all. you? You know, and he was just like not he was happy all. you're eating in his no, restaurant. He was he would come. He he actually stood up and shook my hand and yeah, everything he no. was very 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 gracious. That's class. I, That's class. Yeah, very classy guy. I, I talked
2: to everybody. I never had actor fear. You know, I worked with Sophia Loren. After you work with Sophia Loren, baby, you have no fear of anybody. So. I was really bullshitting with Michael for a long time. We were talking about a mutual friend, Shelby Goodman. Shelby Goodman is the, was a multi-millionaire textile uh, woman, heiress to this cotton company. And Shelby was English and a good friend of Michael's. So we were talking about Shelby and then we went from Shelby to film and he was just, as I said, he acted or he was really interested in what I was saying. And he was.
1: All go back, though.
2: And I told him, I said, is there ever a movie you refuse? And he laughed. I said, because you're in every fuck, not fucking, I said, but you're in everything. So you never refuse a movie. He said, I try not to. And his wife was just deliciously beautiful. God, is she gorgeous. Ugh! and she was, I remember, she was all in white, Yeah, she was in white when I saw her,
1: too. (laughs) She had a white turban on. So wait, go back, though. Okay, so wait, you picked oh. Michael Caine and Bridge Over the River Kwai. What about, what? who's a female actress that you would like to have worked with, living or dead? A female actress? Yeah. Um, Grace Kelly. There you go. That's Who? a good one. Grace Kelly.
2: Uh, oh, now you're talking about my childhood romance. <laughs> I mean, these, these oh. are the women... OK, so my theory is
3: that like I know some many directors, most of whom are younger, who are like, I want to make movies that are like documentaries. They're like real life. I'm like, no, cinema is a world. Create your own world. And the women of Grace Kelly's era with the the makeup and the cinematography, that's not what real women were or are like. But it
2: was an idealized form. No, they weren't. They're wrong. They're wrong. My wife looked like Grace Kelly. If we pull up a picture, you'll see. My wife was Dutch. And and as a young man, when I was 15 and 16, Grace Kelly was all over my bedroom. I was madly in love with her. Everybody. That's what he's saying, though. No, but wait a minute. So women used to copy. Oh, emulate. Emulate. In other words, when my sister loved Ava Gardner. So my sister made her eyebrows one time like Ava Gardner's eyebrows. Yeah. All, the women, all the women imitated the beautiful women of Hollywood. Rita Hayworth, my friend Bobby's girlfriend, looked like Rita Hayworth, and she wore her hair and makeup like Rita from Gilda. So
1: I don't think people do that nowadays. No, they don't,
2: and I wish they would. But Grace Kelly and Audrey Hepburn, the both of them, are right, story. You know, Mr. Blackwell. You've hear you heard, we don't have a lot you heard of, of Mr. Blackwell, Richard, and yeah. I were like, my, my oh, yeah. best friend, my buddy, my 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 buddy, my my mentor. He knew Grace Kelly, and he knew Audrey Hepburn. And I said to him, "What was Audrey Hepburn like in person?" He said, "The same as on film." I said, "What was Grace Kelly like?" He said, "Wild." I said, "What do you mean wild?" He said, "She banged the guy, the great, the gas station attendant." She was just a not what she was on film. On film, Grace Kelly was chic and elegant and a lady. But in real life, she was a wildcat. So, yeah, I, I don't know where I went with this. I got lost. But I agree, <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. I would have killed to work with Grace Kelly or to have even met her. And I never with- met her.
3: With the kind of face that I have, I would love to have appeared in those sort of stylized movies like Bogart and those tough guys did. Um, and then my face would not be hidden. It would be celebrated in mainstream film. We, we're really, 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 really hung up on beauty now. And and I look back to the era of film when that wasn't true and a guy like Bogart could become a star.
1: Because they were actors. And you're an actor. <laughs> See, I mean, it's so funny that actors, you say that because I think you have you have such a distinguished look. I mean, I don't, you know, you're not Cary Grant, but you have a distinguished look that people like look at you and see. Like I see, I think there's so much character in your face. My one of my favorite actors who also is similar to you is Lance Henriksen. You know, Lance Henriksen has the lines and the roughness a little bit in his face, and rugged, I, I think he's rugged, rugged. rugged. Yeah, you're just rugged and cool. See, I think it's fabulous. My face was always pretty,
2: and you can't book pretty. Pretty doesn't go far, okay. When in my younger days, people said I look like Tony Curtis. That yeah, didn't I can good. see that. Yeah, but that didn't do good for me either, because then you, you so it, I had I a think. lot of trouble, and also I was very dark, black hair and very dark skinned, and that was not that was too ethnic in my day. They
1: wanted Troy Donahue and Tab Hunter. I think so I, a I lot think of you problems. are so talented and you are so distinguished looking that. That they should be, they should be knocking down your door, and maybe I can help with that on some stuff. But, but I think they should be knocking down your door because, like, you're such a phenomenal actor, um, and you're a real actor. You know, you actually know no, how it, to act. It, it's all because to... he learned on stage. Well, that's where we all came from.
3: Well, not you now. learn. You you learn by going out on stage with your fly unzipped or the door falls down. <laughs> you learn by disaster. Yeah.
2: You're right. I fell off a stage, get the stairs going down to the back and I hurt my hip. And the other actor walked by me and said, Ron, get up. We have lines. The line, I'm in pain. I'm in screaming oh. <laughs> So he went out there and I don't know what the hell he did. But until I could get up and in pain, I went out on in the stage, my hip killing me, and and caught up on my line. Uh, so I guess the audience got it but that's what happens. So you've got yes. this is this but is what I loved. Yeah, I was a stand-up comic. So what I loved was connecting. I would have 350 diners at the supper club. And I connected with all of them as if they were one person. I never played to a house. I played to only one person. I never knew who the person was. It was a fictitious, but and some comedians
1: used okay, to we say, gotta he, go? "We gotta go. We gotta go. How do you stop? do that?" So you, gotta, you guys, he's gotta come back. We'll have him back. So you guys, uh, you can follow oh. Bill on Instagram. He's Bill Oberst Jr. O B E R S T Jr. It's BillOberst.com. Uh His hopefully he's his new movie, A Stranger in the Woods. After it does its his festival circuit, will be uh, released. And do you have any other thing new that just came out that we should tell anybody to go see real quick? Um,
3: yeah, I got a stage show where I play Satan. That's really close to my heart. On the Whoa. website. It's the
1: website is adversaryshow.com. Perfect. All right, Bill. Thank you so much. We'll mm-hmm. be in touch. I want to thank Matt too for Matt Jason for setting this up for me. And, um, and we'll
3: see you. And on, we'll see you soon. And we'll see you on, on set. Zombie. I can't wait. Thank you, gentlemen. All
1: right. Bye, bye, Bill. Thanks. All bye. right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one. Uh, we want to, to thank everybody. we want to thank our great guests Angel Bradford and Bill Oberst Jr. for coming on the show. There's uh, Astro, Astro. Oh, We just woke up. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Thank
2: you.
1: Bye. Bye. Yeah, we in the mix.
2: Oh.